Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, empower, and educate young girls and women around the world to just dream without limitations. So I'm here today with the wonderful Dr. Caroline Iskovitz. I'm so excited to hear her story and hear so much more about how she is making her impact on the world. So hi, Dr. Caroline. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. So I want to give you the floor to let the audience know a little bit more about you and what you do. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, first off, for having me on today. I'm really honored to be here. Um, so a little bit about my story. Uh, my original career was in psychology, and I'm a huge advocate for psychology still to this day because I think it's so empowering and important that we're taking care of our mental health. Um, but I was in the field of psychology for a few years. Um, and I got my doctorate in clinical psychology with a specialization in marriage and family therapy. And through my work working in private practice, in schools, working with the entire dynamic of individuals, whether at the school with the parents, the coaches, the teachers, the child, um, to really see how our mindsets and how different factors play into our just overall well-being was a really enlightening experience. And then working in private practice, my youngest client was four, my oldest was 65, and I really got a variety of working mm -hmm. with families, couples, individuals. Um, and it just really gave me such a perspective and insight to the human mind and psyche, because I think everybody has a different story and everyone's story matters and is important and empowering. It's just being able to lift them up. And so I love the work I did as a therapist and moving into the coaching world, I was able to apply everything I learned there to now my female entrepreneurs that I work with. And the reason for that shift was a lot of the burnout I had experienced and not really taking care of myself. So that's in the forefront of everything I do with myself, first and foremost, because I like to practice what I preach and being able <laughs> to enlighten my women entrepreneurs to really focus in on how are they taking care of themselves and balancing themselves so they can show up for their business, for their relationships, for themselves, first and foremost. Because when we take care of ourselves, everybody else benefits from our energy, from who we are and how we stand in our power. Um, so that's what I do now. <laughs> um, and I love it. it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Like everything that you're saying right now, listen, I already heard mindset in there. And I know we are going to, to dig deep into that a little bit later. But I do want to know, I know the audience is excited to know um, there are so many people out there looking for a new journey for themselves, a new path for themselves. What led you to psychology? Yeah, I actually kind of fell into it, but I think it was my calling at the time. Um, I was graduating high school and I was just planning on going to community college, but I was mm -hmm. also a cheerleader and I got a cheerleading scholarship to the local university. And through my experience there, psychology was one of the majors that I had really got to um, take classes on and learn about. And through my course in psychology, I just fell in love with the human mind and how mm -hmm. people interact in our behaviors and how we, um, one situation can really impact us and affect us. So, yeah. So that's kind of how I fell into it. And then I just, after I graduated my bachelor's, you don't really, you can't do much with the bachelor's in psychology. Right. Um, <laughs> So I was like, all right, well, I graduated in three years instead of four. I was just always on that track of ambition and I can do anything I set my mind to. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think I was going to go to the doctor, but I did. <laughs> and <laughs> I got into a master's program and then I 
um, applied for the doctor and gotten to the doctorate after the master's. So I just, like I said, I really fell in love with just understanding people. And I feel like I am definitely a people person and I just want to be able to hold the space for people. And that's the beauty of psychology and just human nature too. Being able to have that compassion for one another and really just being able to have that support. I love it. I love it. And I love the aspect of being able to understand others, be compassionate for others, because I think sometimes in this world we get caught up and we forget that everyone is not alike. Everyone is not made in the same way. Everyone does not think in the same way. And being able to understand others, um, even as a business owner, can essentially help your, your business grow. Because if you understand your target audience, if you understand what people want, other than you're just yourself, you can you can fly so much higher than just trying to say, oh, well, I like it this way, so this is the way it's supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> so I think, you know, opening yourself up to other um, people's thoughts, their feelings, their emotions, it just kind of opens you up to a new perspective and set your mindset in the right direction. <laughs> you already know where I was going. Yes. <laughs> Listen, before this conversation, guys, um, Dr. Caroline and I were talking about mindset. I was like, listen, my audience already knows that I am huge on mindset. If you don't have the mindset, you can't do it. You can't. You got it. The mindset is the first step. Even when you're working out or trying to diet or something like you have to be in the right space within your mindset. So I'm huge on that. What are some of the things that you would teach your clients um, in psychology? How would you say that a business mindset is different from helping coach someone in their personal mindset? Yeah, I think it's very different because I think it starts with us, but like with business, it's about pivoting, especially with like what's going on in the world right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have had to pivot and you thought one way was the only way or how you were growing your business. It had to completely shift. Um, mm -hmm. But for my clientele, I think too, and just in general, when it comes to our personal mindset, it's believing in ourselves because everyone's going to have an opinion about what you're doing, how you're doing it. And it's an opinion. I had this conversation with my dad the other day <laughs> um, about like opinions and how like the weight of an opinion is, that's exactly what it is. You get what you pay for. It's free. Right. <laughs> Whatever it's worth. But I think too, when we're actually being able to identify what makes sense for us and living in our values and our truth and our belief, that's where the foundation piece is. When it comes to business, it's being able to be open-minded. And um, there's a huge aspect of like a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And I'm sure you've mm -hmm. talked about this several times. Yeah. It's <laughs> but it, it's true. It's like, do you avoid a challenge or do you embrace it? How do you approach it? And it goes back to like what we were just talking about, perspective. When we have an open perspective or seeing that it's not just our way, it's like, how can we incorporate our beliefs and our values, but with this new way of thinking, how can we be innovative? And as business owners, everyone's innovative. We're trying to mm -hmm. just master our craft, whatever that may be, but living in our belief and knowing there's something bigger out there and we can continue to evolve. We're never stuck. And that's mm -hmm. where I think like when we get in that fixed mindset, we become stuck, but how do you get out of that? And I think it's just that belief and knowing your truth. And it's okay to have moments of, what am I doing or feeling overwhelmed? But it's also, it's okay to feel that way because your feelings are valid, but coming mm -hmm. out of that is the important part and knowing you can. 
Most definitely. I always say, you know, if you can think unconventionally, you will be an unconventional person. You will go above the norm. So I'm always trying to like make things out of nothing or um, especially I've talked about how I got a degree in biomedical sciences, but I know that I didn't want to go a conventional route of just like either going to med school or doing research in a lab. I used the knowledge that I had to help myself with fitness. I used the knowledge that I had to help myself with nutrition. Everything that I learned, I used it with myself or I use it to help others in my business because there's so many things that you can take from areas that you don't even know that, wow, like this can help in this area as well. And you don't even think in that kind of way to um, put it into that perspective. So I definitely understand you on that. Uh, what are some of the differences you would say or what are some, some things that you have learned in your professional experience where um, are there certain things that may hinder us from changing our mindset? Yeah, I think the first and foremost is our environment. If we're around negativity or just the naysayers or anything like that, that can really mm -hmm. hinder our growth, I believe. Um, I've seen it with a lot of like my clientele, just like in the therapy world and coaching. Um, but mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing is understanding that when we are coming from a space of just being present, to what's important to us, that's what's gonna shift that mindset as well. And checking in with ourselves too, being able to mm -hmm. really check in and see where we're at. Like I do that once a month, just to see how I, what I'm doing is I practice what I preach and I try everything on myself first. And I know not everything's gonna work for clients, but right. I wanna give people the tools to be able to not need the services anymore. That's like the whole thing. but in general in life, we're always, like I said, evolving. But I think it's focusing too on what lights us up and like what makes us get up out of bed every day, what's motivating us, what's inspiring us and what's the end goal of what we're doing. So those are just like some of the like nuggets I have when it comes mm -hmm. to so, okay, I know you said environment, so I've asked this question to someone a couple of episodes ago, and because I want your professional, um, let's say, opinion on it, nature versus nurture. I, I will tell you what she said about it with her experience um, being adopted. So what do you, what is your stance? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it definitely, it varies for everybody, but because you can grow up, even like, let's say a same household, you have siblings and mm -hmm. how the siblings like grow up, like, because I have a brother and a sister and I'm the middle mm -hmm. child, I have the middle child syndrome. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew I liked it. <laughs> but I, it really comes to our environment. We grew up with the same parents, the same household, but we're all very different and our interests are very different and how we interact with the world is different. We have the same core values in some way or another. But I think it really, the environment does play a part, but I think it's what's inside of us, like what's embedded in us too on a psychological mm -hmm. level as well. Because when you look at it, like I, I have an older sister and a younger brother and my sister, her career path is very different than mine. My brother, he just like graduated college. Like it's a very different world than like when I graduated, like over 13 years yeah. ago. <laughs> but I, I think it's really, it plays a part, but also like environment, like nature versus nurture, it, it's very different. And like the, I'm excited to hear what you have to say of what she had said, but I think it, it does play a role, but whatever is really like 
in the mindset, like in our psyche and like what's supposed to happen unfolds the way it's supposed to happen. Like I'm a firm believer in that. I'm like the universe, yes. all that woo woo so, <laughs> if you had to put a percentage on it, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, <laughs> oh, I don't like I'm stuck because I, I feel like it's, it could be 50, 50, mm-hmm. but I feel like nature versus nurture. I think like it's, it's like a give or take. Yeah. I really, yeah. I, I, I feel like. It's like a give or take, but it leans more towards the 50-50, but it's like, it's ways. So basically what she was saying um, was that, you know, she was adopted and she had these really great parents, but they were so different from her. She learned a lot of life lessons from them. She took a lot of values and morals from them, but she always felt like she was different. Like she was like this very outgoing person who was kind of like, she loved like a hippie lifestyle in a, in a sense, not necessarily that, but in an essence, that that's what she loved. But they were just like very modest and things like that. So then she said when she was 18, she actually met her birth mother and she was like, wow, this is a spitting image of me. <laughs> we like, we literally like the same thing. <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's literally 50, 50, right? <laughs> yeah, no, you're so right. And it's so crazy too, because like my dad's like a retired school principal and he used to always say this. And that's like what you just said kind of resonates with that. He's like, you could have the best parents and the kid could be so different and like vice versa. Mm-hmm because of like the genetics and like how the child's made up and like it's what- crazy <laughs> it's just like it's mind-boggling <laughs> no seriously seriously so um what would you say have been some of your biggest obstacles that you've had to overcome um switching let's say becoming a psychologist or even switching from your clinical psychology field to your coaching field what are some of your biggest obstacles Yeah, I mean, the most recent was when I had switched from working in the psychology field to coaching um, in psychology, especially going through school. One of the number one things that they're always like embedding in us is like confidentiality, which is so important. And I still do that with coaching clients for sure. But Mm -hmm. I think like putting yourself out there is like, you didn't do that. And that was also years ago. So like, it's a little different. (laughs) There's more people coming into the social media space, but- Uh hide your profiles you don't want clients to find you um you want to be very selective of like what you put out there and just talking about yourself it's um it was very close-knit so moving Mm -hmm. into the coaching world I had to go from one extreme to the other like really putting myself out there and I was like how do I do that right (laughs) year year and a half (laughs) to be comfortable like getting in front of the camera and talking Uh about myself I'm like wait why (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was very like this world wants you to be all out there now. Like back in the day, it was like literally keep everything private, keep it under the rug. Don't let anyone know this is your secret. Your life is a full secret. Don't let anyone know any details. (laughs) But now it's like literally let everybody know everything. Let them know everything, everything you do, every second of the day. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't make this big jump. Yeah, no, it's definitely a process. It was a journey and it was about mindset too. And I think once Mm -hmm. I got more comfortable and just being my authentic self has been beautiful because people gravitate to who you are and like everybody has a space in this world and it's just connecting with your tribe and like the people that are really going to resonate and hear you and hear your messages and connect to them and 
get something from them. And that is my mission to like make the world a better place and have a massive impact. And that was the other Mm -hmm. reason I transitioned was I really wanted to make a bigger difference. Like Mm -hmm. I was definitely making a difference in the therapy world and I loved it. And like I said, I'm a huge advocate for it, but it was one-to-one clients or group sessions versus now in coaching I can say a message on one of my posts and that resonates with five people in that moment and they took something from it and they start applying it to their life and I've Mm -hmm. made a difference. And that's like my goal of everything I put out there. I want to impact people. I want them to just stand in their light and feel that they matter and they're important because they are. And that's my biggest mission. But being able to do that now, I have this platform to do that. And I think that's so important. For everybody, um, for everybody. I love it. No, definitely. Like, be able to shout from the rooftops, let people know what is your passion and your purpose on this world. And I love that you said, um, you talked about, you know, you want to make an impact. You want to make a difference in this world. So I know that as our lives change and we evolve into different people, we evolve into a different person as we learn more and experience more things. How would you say your version of success has changed over the years and how do you currently define your definition of success? Yeah, I think when I was starting like college, I would say I would take it back to that, like success. I was like, okay, by this age, I will have A, B, C, and D and everything will be great and I'll live happily ever after. Um, Mm -hmm. That was not the case. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I think my idea of success has been, okay, what was I successful about today? Like I'm much more in the present than future thinking. I'm definitely innovative and want to like always be thinking of the next thing. But I think I've been able to really just be in the present and really just digest like the beauty of life and live in the moment to really appreciate the things around me. And gratitude has really been a game changer for me in the last four years of just working in therapy and coaching. Um, But my idea of success now is what lights me up, what has made an impact for that day, who have I touched, whose life have I touched? Because I think that's where my success is. When I see other people be successful based Mm -hmm. off of a conversation or just an impact of some kind, because Mm -hmm. that's what it's about for me. I just want to really bring more love in the world. And I mean, I talk a lot about self-love and it really starts internally so we can spread that. Like it's spreading kindness and love and that's my idea of success. I love it. I love it. I think, you know, as we see different things, as we're able to accomplish different things, everyone's version of success is going to be different and that's okay. But I think it's important when you find out what makes you happy and what drives you and what fuels your passion in this world, I think that's when you've really just like come into full circle of yourself and when you've really achieved like full self-love within yourself. Um, If you had to say what is um, a life lesson that you've learned over the years, what would it be? Your most important life lesson. Oh, the pressure is on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I I love this question because I, I think it's really, it embodies self-love and boundaries. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's been my biggest lesson because I was a former people pleaser for sure. And always trying to please everybody else but myself. Like, Can't do that. <laughs> <it's> not. <laughs> um, but I think it's really being able to have that love for myself has completely shifted things because I've been able to really set strong boundaries and stand mm-hmm. forward and feel so powerful, but also creating a space for others. 
And I think that's been my biggest life lesson is because I've never given up in focusing on, okay, how can I get better? How can I improve? But how can I also take care of myself and have this balance within myself and Mm -hmm. being able to do that, that has shifted my entire world, being able to stand in my power and not Mm -hmm. let other opinions or anything else affect me in that like vision, that tunnel vision I have for Mm -hmm. myself and like where I'm headed. And I think that's been my biggest life lesson is that I'm enough because that's one of the Mm -hmm. cool things I talk about with everybody um, because I know too because Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to like years ago I couldn't say that but I think because I have so much love for myself and others now and like being able to embody that and knowing okay I did enough today I am enough and it doesn't define of like okay I did a b c and d it's more of like I stood in my light I did I made some kind of change for somebody today whatever it may be even if it's Mm -hmm. just a smile to somebody like something so insignificant that I would think but like it could change somebody's world no definitely I totally agree I totally agree I love that and I think that as women we have to recognize our own power we have to step within ourselves to see you know I am great at doing something I just have to find out what it is um they always say um every behind every man is a powerful woman like look at Bill Clinton he had Hillary Barack had Michelle. So listen, us women, we have, we hold the true power. We hold the true power and we just have to start recognizing our power and using it to propel ourselves and to find our passion and find something that fulfills us in life. So I think that's really important. If you had to say one thing to the audience to let's let them know to dream without limitations, what would it be? much. Um, (laughs) I I think it's just never give up and believe in yourself because at the end of the day, you matter and your part in this world has significance. Short and sweet. (laughs) No, definitely. I totally agree. Take that advice, ladies. Um, That's pretty much everything wrapped up in a nutshell. Never give up on your dreams. Never let anything stop you from finding your success, your passion, and what fulfills you truly in life. But we do thank you, Dr. Caroline, for sharing your story with us here today. I do want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know if they want to reach you for services, if they want to just follow your journey, how can they do that? Thank you. First, I just want to say thank you for what you do and putting everything out there that you do and just making such a difference for all your listeners and your audience. Thank you. You do. So thank you, first and foremost. Um, and you can find me at, my website is www.drcarolineiskovitz.com. And I'm always on Instagram. So just my handle is at drcarolineiskovitz. Awesome. So we'll have those links in the, the podcast notes, as well as any description that the episode will be aired on. And we thank you everyone once again for tuning in. It was such a pleasure to have you here today. Um, Once again, this is Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.